Hello, Benjamin Partridge here. Hope you're well. Um, the next Beef and Dairy Network episode will be out later this month, I believe on the 20th, I think. Uh, and that's currently being made. But I just thought I'd um, put this on your feeds. Um, I just want to let you know about a new podcast I'm involved with. It's a kind of chat podcast with me, Mike Wozniak, who you'll know as the bovine arsevet Bob Gothic, and also Henry Packer, who you'll know as the former bovine poet laureate Michael Banyan. We've started a chat podcast where every week we tackle a different subject sent in by the listening audience. It's called Three Bean Salad. And I just thought I'd um, let you know about it and also provide you with a little clip to give you a taster of it. And so in this clip, we discuss swan attacks. Will Beezer emails and says, you ask at the end of the first podcast whether anyone had been attacked by a rear. I can't say that I have, but I was attacked by a swan. Oh. It's my earliest memory. I was at Slimbridge Wetlands when I was about three or four with my nan feeding the swans some bread. And after I ran out of bread, I started throwing little stones at them <laughs> with the same sort of bread scattering <laughs> technique, thinking that the swans ate anything breadcrumb sized. The, the swans became violent, naturally. And I recall my nan staving off a group of about five or eight swans <laughs> by wielding her handbag and swinging it wildly around her head like a flail. <laughs> so she went full berserker. Good old nan. <laughs> Good old nan. And I just hope that she made it, right? I'm assuming that they all made it out of that. Yeah, he doesn't say whether she made it. She may have done, been that thing where she goes, you just save yourself, leave me here, just go, just I'll, go. I'll, but never, I'll slow them down. But never forget this moment. I know you're only three, but just go. <laughs> just make sure this is your first memory. <laughs> try and make sure this, and also try and remember the name of the wetland centre. It's very important. <laughs> it really your texture to your anecdote. I know you're only three, and you haven't got a concept of a wetland centre. For you, the world is just a bunch of, you know, pictures and things that just, you know. Well, you just the world is just a series of sizes, basically. You're just different sizes that you just throw, think... or, or you throw at a different size thing. <laughs> the only thing you're really aware of is size differential. Um, but try, if you can, to remember the name of the wetland centre. Go, go, go now! <laughs> ah, oh, God, they're on me! Ah, ah. As she finally pulls the pin from the grenade she's been keeping in her handbag all along. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> Eat this, you queen's bitch. Eat this. And there's what happens? There's a great one second after she says that, isn't yeah. it? Eat this, yeah. Was it your queen? Your queen's bitch pulls it, and there's one second where everyone looks at each other. The yeah. swans look at each other. She there's looks at the swans. They the can swans do. look at her. Yeah. The owner of the wetland centre. <laughs> he, he, sh he shuts up. He puts the, the blinds down on the ice cream. Out. <laughs> he's got time and to do that, but otherwise, otherwise he's he, not. He jumps, he jumps into the swan-shaped pedalo to, to make his escape. <laughs> but he, hasn't, he, hasn't, he knows he hasn't got time. <laughs> he wants to create a sort of Viking burial for himself on the pedalo. As a flaming swan shoots like a flaming arrow across the sky and lands in the, in yeah. the prow, sets him alight. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, Will obviously got in contact. What's happened? He sent us a nice story. You've slightly slagged off his anecdote technique by sort of slagging off the fact that he <laughs> includes the, na the name of the wetland centre, which I thought was just a nice detail. That was rock solid. That was a rock solid anecdote te technique, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. And then you've sort of hypothesised that maybe his nan died in a kind of flaming ball of... <laughs> 
swans. Which, but if a, that was a, true, a he hero. would have a little tip. Tip for him is he's left out the, probably the more interesting <laughs> part of the anecdote, which is <laughs> which is not so much that the swans attacked him, but the uh, the sort of massive yeah flaming ball of of Nan of Nan. I mean, it's perfectly possible that if this happened, as you said, he doesn't actually know what happened to his nan. All he knows is she said, go without me. Mm. And he's never he's never thought to broach that in his head because he doesn't want to go there. He doesn't want to imagine what happened. But you've now filled in that gap and coloured it in, in lurid detail. And he might go back to the... He might now, for the first time, feel ready to go back to that wetland centre. Oh. And, um, and then discover that actually that she didn't blow them up or herself, but actually she went to live among them and she's been there ever since. <laughs> Yeah. Nan? Nan? <laughs> well? <laughs> it's a great first memory, though. My first memory, weirdly, is also at Slimbridge Wetland Centre. Really? Really? Was yeah. it of an old lady blowing up five swans? <laughs> <laughs> it might be quite a lot of people's first memory. <laughs> and last. <laughs> um, no, mine, mine's very boring. It's just uh, they... There's like a there was a, a bit inside where there was a fake kind of swan house. You could go inside and you could then sit on the swan eggs they'd made big. There were sort of big swan eggs that you could sit on. Mm. I very, I very vividly remember this. They were quite smelly. It was quite there was like sort of hay in there. It was all quite shit and old. And that's my first memory. Well, you sat on an actual swan egg. No, it was like a big fiberglass swan egg. Oh, it's so a fake swan egg. Yeah. Did you egg. have to dress up as a swan? Or you- are you trying to experiment what it would be like to sit on a... Yeah, I don't. I didn't have to dress up. I think they were just trying to give you the... Give you the general feel of it. Just imagine a three-year-old me sort of grappling on a big egg. I think mm. it's a very weird um, thing to offer children to do, to sit, to sit on a swan egg and imagine you're... Imagine you're a swan who's got... Who's got who's had given birth to some eggs and is, and is keeping them warm. I don't know, but the stuff they go for, man. Do you know what I mean? I think it's like magic roundabout. I'm sure people, when they first pitched that, would have been like, this is absolute nonsense. What are you talking about? Right, yeah, yeah. But the stuff, the stuff, the small ones in particular, that they genuinely go for, go I, for I could imagine that could be the sort of thing that makes no sense to an adult at all. Mm-hmm. But they're like, mm-hmm. yay! <laughs> I, want to, I want to slip off the massive egg again and hurt my elbow, please. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd be so pissed off if I worked in that um, Slimbridge um, Wetland Centre <laughs> Swan Sanctuary Wetland Centre <laughs> um, if I was working on the staff there in the ideas meeting and I would have pitched I think something in much, the pitching much room in the hot more, pitching room yeah in the hot pitching room I reckon you know I've I, I've, look, I've taken interest in, in film you know <clears throat> I'd have come up with some good ideas and some 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 bloke could pitch that idea of sitting on the swan egg with a reeking hangover. Have, uh, you know that guy would have been absolutely yeah, yeah still half yeah. cut, yeah, dressed in yesterday's clothes, bacon exactly. dangling off his face. And I'd have been so confident that idea was bad that I would actually have openly slagged it off in front of the other um, executives. Little did you know they'd already commissioned the fiberglass eggs. And I would have been so annoyed to see the kids lining up and really enjoying it. Yeah, while my Blade Runner meets Swan experience, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which has decimated the budget (laughs) for the next decade. (laughs) Meaning the swans are on quarter rations. Imagine it. It's a a dystopian world. Which are the real swans and which are the cyber swans? 
so hard to tell because the level of robot technology has got so good in the future. And you go into a small suite where there's a, there's a, there's a robo swan who's doing a monologue about some of the really amazing ponds he's seen that humans can't even imagine. Exactly. And there's a sexy hologram ad for a swan escort. Yeah. <laughs> being um being sort of projected and everyone's eating Isn't noodles there a bit in blade runner where yeah. someone makes an origami swan oh. oh yeah good point and they yeah that would mm. that would that would come up in the meeting though wouldn't it they'd be like that's where you got the idea from henry yeah exactly and as soon as someone says that i'll be like yeah well you see it all adds up <laughs> yeah, and and at that point everyone in the room would be so excited they'd be like fuck it okay it doesn't matter about the doesn't matter about the canteen. We're putting all the budget into this. <laughs> yeah. People can bring their own lunch. We're putting all the budget into the Blade Runner Swan experience. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dave, your egg thing. I mean, if you can find some stuff to make it, fine. There's no money in it. Yeah, fine. But, I mean, you can use that space over there. Whatever. With a stinky bit with the hay, but you know, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Fast forward eighteen months. Yeah. Both things are now open. The queues around the block for the Swan eggs. <laughs> we've got. We've we've got. <laughs> We, well, no, what it is? Henry Henry turns up at work and there's, they're queuing around, they're queuing out inside the wetland centre. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh my God, words got round. And then he goes through. Oh, and and I'll, be, sees... I'll be thinking, thank thank God we got through those teething problems with the hover police car. <laughs> and all the deaths. <laughs> the three workers who died. Thank God it's not in vain. Yeah, thank God we found the extra investment from Saudi Arabia for the £3,000 a day electricity bill that it takes. But never mind that it's, it's now owned by... <laughs> By a corrupt oil shake. Uh, it's a good workout, okay. <laughs> It'll be worth it's, it. It's worth it because the people are turning up. The children. It's getting people excited about swans, and that's what <laughs> this was all about. In the meeting with the oil shake, you had to eat a swan. That is the, <laughs> the, the galling to thing. To prove that I was serious. And you know they were secretly <laughs> filming it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> They've got you by the balls. And then you finally step into the wetland centre. Yeah. And what do you see? Little Ben Partridge, three years old, slipping and sliding. Slipping and sliding, and the, the turnstiles for the Blade Runner experience are, are already beginning to rust. <laughs> yeah, they've rusted on the same day. Yeah. We're only an hour in. <laughs> They're rusting. Old crows and <clears throat> ravens are perching on, on bits of it, yeah. on bits of the set. Yeah. You get to the office, and on your desk is a letter with a season to this from Ridley Scott. Uh, <laughs> It's the one thing you forgot to do. <laughs> you even wrote the letter and put the stamp on the envelope. You just forgot to post that bloody letter to Ridley Scott because <laughs> he didn't know what his postcode was. And the and, <laughs> and the final insult is that you go downstairs again. I've got off the little egg. I'm I'm going home. I'm happy. You look in the little swan house, and Ridley Scott's on the egg. Yeah, and he's just slipping off the egg. Going, Henry, where's my money? Where's my money, Henry? Because as soon as you pay it up, I'm investing everything into the film of the Sitting on the Swan Egg experience, which is going to star Russell Crowe playing three different characters, the swan, the child, and the mother, using the egg. CG. And the egg. I forgot to mention the egg. Using CG technology. CG egg. He's not going to use a real CG big egg. It's not going to be in camera. He's going to use a CG, <laughs> CG egg. Yeah. It's never been done before. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then he'll go, but Henry, just give, give me a bit of hope. He'll go, but Henry, you know what? We might use the set, actually, 
from your Swan Blade Runner experience? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And they'd be like, yeah. For firewood. <laughs> to create energy for the catering truck. <laughs> so there you go. A new podcast, Three Bean Salad. Find it wherever you get podcasts. And yeah, more beef and dairy coming soon. All right. Ta-ra!